0: Shopify is the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. So whether you're like us selling clothing, cashmere, olive oil, Shopify simplifies selling online and in person so you can focus on successfully growing your business. I cannot tell you how easy it has been for us to log into Shopify, link our business to other platforms like TikTok or Facebook or Instagram. Pull reports and know what we're doing year over year. Shopify covers every sales channel. Every sales channel. It also has an in-person POS system and an all-in-one e-commerce platform. It also lets you sell across social media marketplaces, like I said, which was I thought would be so hard to set up. It's a couple clicks. It's unbelievable. It's the best way to sell everything on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. It's packed with industry-leading tools, that are ready to ignite your growth. Shopify gives you complete control over your business and your brand without having to learn any new skills in design or code. Let me tell you this. I obviously don't know how to do any of those things. And Davide is extremely Illiterate when it comes to technology, it is like a soft spot for him. He has no clue. Being able to go on Shopify and upload his product easily and efficiently to keep track of his inventory, to pull reports, to know what he's been doing year over year. It's unbelievable. And thanks to 24 seven help and an extensive business course library, Shopify is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 a month trial period at shopify.com slash best, all lowercase. That is shopify.com slash best. Take your business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash best. This should be your first podcast. I'm I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> I broke the rules.
0: Um, hi, Kenny. Hi,
1: people.
0: Um, where do we start? I think we just start from the beginning. About well,
1: this. I just want to start by saying thanks for having
0: me. I mean, of course. Thank you for coming. Thanks for all the pots.
1: Oh, my God. You're so welcome. <laughs> it's the least I can do.
0: Uh, so Kendall does all of Atelier, which you have seen all over the Internet. Aww. Everyone everywhere. Let's hope so. <laughs> but do you? Re- I remember meeting you... You were doing PR for Australian brands mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. I had like LPA wasn't even
1: Mm-mm.
0: not even at all. Did we start working for Revolve at the same time?
1: You were there first. Um I think I started at Revolve in twenty sixteen. god, so long ago. <laughs> we're old.
0: <laughs> I know. So did you did you come to the US with the PR company that you were doing?
1: No. So with the Australian brands? I kind of came to the U.S. on accident. I have always wanted to flap my wings, do something different. Um, And I booked a kind of one-way ticket situation, which my friends contributed to because they knew it was a dream of mine to get over here and do something different. And thought, of course, that I would land in New York and that would be my vibe and Mm -hmm. I would love it and sex in the city and et cetera. And um, I did love it, but just found myself really comfortable and um you know LA just resonated with me so yep. I was here for three months and then by the end of the three months I pretty much called my employer back in Oz and was like listen I'll do one more press trip for you guys it was it was uh Maury and Eve Australian brand oh yeah um and they were like oh gosh okay like you know so I came back did that and then Moved officially to the U.S. and had to find a job and all that fun stuff. So it took me like a good six months when I first officially got here to find be work. How you able to
0: be here without a job?
1: I had to go in and out every three months. I was uh, like a travel visa well, situation. Yeah. So I did a few trips in and out to. Had a boyfriend at the time, of course, yeah, who was yeah. Australian but lived <laughs> in LA. Anyway, and then through friends ended up being connected with Oz fashion labels which was the umbrella group of all of these Aussie brands at the time and they were looking for um, a head of PR and marketing to open up their LA headquarters. So had you always wanted to do PR and
0: marketing growing up or was something you just I
1: didn't to? really know what I wanted to do. I knew I liked fashion, yeah. you know, and but I didn't know whether that meant I had to work in fashion. I studied a bachelor of media at university. Um, and that was everything that was like you know I was directing videos and movies and cool. stuff. I was mm-hmm. also learning about communications, I was doing like lots of like cultural studies, a wide variety of things um and then, yeah, it kind of just organically fell on my lap that I was working in fashion and a role within the business I was in opened up in like the p r space, and I just stepped into it. <laughs> And how
0: did, did you apply for the Revolve job or how did they find you? So
1: funnily enough, actually, when I first landed in LA, I have a story about this, a two-part story. But when I first landed in LA, Revolve was like my North Star. I was about to say, did you know
0: what Revolve was? I knew what Revolve,
1: of course I did. (laughs) Everyone in Australia, it was like, you know, that was the place for millennials to shop, you know? So all the cool brands were stocked on Revolve. So I, I reached out like cold, cold. I met with Bree. No. Oh,
0: yeah, because Brie. Because Brie was in
1: PR at the time. I met with Brie Brie and Risa. How the
0: fuck Brie was doing PR for Revolve? This tender, sweet. The sweetest soul. (laughs) Yeah, it was like so, I mean, that was such a crazy. She was like doing the social
1: too. She's doing everything. Yeah. So I met with Brie and Risa at this, you know, one of their downtown or like arts district based offices. I don't remember exactly where I was, but I was somewhere around there. And they were really lovely, but it just wasn't a right fit. Like I didn't have enough experience in the States to do anything for them. So then, you know, it all worked out. I ended up working for Oz Fashion Labels and putting in, you know, about three years there building. Oh, it was that long? It was like nearly three years building my little black book of contacts Mm -hmm. and meeting people and doing all that stuff, gifting the Kardashians and... Crossing my fingers. <laughs> um, and then it kind of came back around. Raisa and I were talking for like eight months on and off. She was like, I need a PR person. I don't know when. I'm just trying to figure out what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And then we finally got it done. So um, it's, yeah, it kind of came full circle. But what I was going to tell you is that I was driving to Olive on our opening day, like our new location. We had our first drop a couple of weeks ago. And I was driving downtown to the new location on drop day blasting Coldplay <laughs> I don't know why I just was and ways had taken me like a weird direction and I was like where the f am I and I passed the building that I interviewed oh so well Revolve you know with Revolve for years ago when I first touched down, mm-hmm. and I like teared up because yes, I course. was like it's the first place I wanted to work it didn't work out but here I am now driving to oh, I wouldn't my I it
0: didn't work out
1: well, it didn't work out at the time Oh, yeah, I was he, like, years later it did. Years like, later it
0: did. You were so impactful at Revolve.
1: No, it's not, I'm not saying that. I just mean, like, yeah. the first interview didn't pan out, but then I, yeah, now I'm here, so.
0: Rejection is God's protection. Love it. <laughs> Which I learned through breakup. Um, I bet you did.
1: <laughs> Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available...
0: So we worked to Revolve really closely together, but you know what was so funny is I always found you like really professional. Thank you. Like, <laughs> but like, but really, like, we didn't become like yeah. friends friends no. until after because I was almost like a liability to you in some sort of yeah
1: place. <laughs> Pia constantly just Pia. He has got a press interview today. God damn it. What's she going to say? <laughs> no, I, I feel like, though, I was that way with everyone at Revolve mm-hmm. because you're the publicist. Like you're trying to like rein it in and make sure that things are, you know, smooth in the public image. So I think I was a little bit I mean, I I definitely had my 1942 times when I was just living. Absolutely. But 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 I think people see PR mm-hmm. as
0: this like. Not serious job. Sometimes they think it's only going to be fun. Yeah, and it is to to have someone who has an air of authority. Mm -hmm. I think it's extremely important. You had just as much fun Mm -hmm. as you were serious. Mm -hmm. And by the way, I mean, how fucking crazy was that job? Because how many people are you dealing with? And there was like how many events a month?
1: I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, we we would like. Coachella, we'd be hosting... Festival. Festival, sorry. <laughs> During Coachella at Revolve Festival, we'd be hosting like four a day sometimes, five a day. Even well, the and events then, leading up to festival, there yeah, would be one at night. Exactly. So I think like one of the Revolve Festivals I was a part of, and it's probably like tripled by now, but mm-hmm. I think it was like 15 events in like five days or something that we counted, which was crazy. Let alone like, yeah, the weeks and months leading up to that so i don't know i learned a lot through that experience i back to your initial like point though i think i um yeah once once i left my relationships with those people have developed and like gotten better even Mm -hmm. because now i'm just me and i'm not the publicist
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) well it's so much it's almost becomes a a family In the same way that there's like tension with your family where you're just like, fuck, like this needs to get done. I mean, it's a really Mm -hmm. Revolve has launched so many careers for Mm -hmm. so many people. I Mm -hmm. mean, even like people in my life that I forget worked at Revolve in some capacity many years ago. Mm -hmm. It really is the best place to work in Los Angeles if you want that well-rounded, real experience on any level. Yeah. You know, if it comes to merchandising or Events and fashion. I mean, really, everything. You couldn't. What would you? What was like the most stressful event you've ever done?
1: <laughs> I mean, it like, had to be
0: Kim at something.
1: No, Kim's really, really easy and professional, so that was never an issue. I think it's like, I mean, we would have. We, <laughs> Rara and I would be sitting in like a closet trying to like book a a deal with Drake, like while an event <laughs> yeah. was going on. You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. we were doing we were booking the next thing while we were in the thing. You know, it was just it was like that. There was never a moment of reprieve. You were just going, going, going. Or we had like, you know, Kendrick Kendrick Lamar one time pull out the day of festival, for example. Oh, or I like on site at festival, things like that where you need to like figure it out and like you just you learn resilience you learn that nothing's personal you learn that you just have to get shit done
0: every time I would go to one of these big things which Half the time I'm excited, but they, they give me so much anxiety. <laughs> yeah. But I would always find you or Rara yeah. and be like, what's actually happening? Yeah, I know. Like, I was always like, so what's the drama? What's the gossip? What's the we going on? Find us on the step
1: and repeat. And we'd we'll be like, Pia, we can't talk right now.
0: I just remember, like, remember, like, SZA didn't want to come out. Yeah,
1: yeah. I had to deal with that. She didn't like her outfit. I mean, granted, it was a tiny little mini skirt. And she didn't feel like wearing it. Yeah, so. true.
0: Totally. And there's so many levels and layers. And all you see on fucking Instagram is yeah. like, this event where everyone's like, I think they can be really annoying and triggering when you see any brand have that moment where they're crying and they're like, Yeah, we did this, we, did we did made it. this happen. And everyone's like, ugh, whatever. You're like, no, you really don't understand. Yeah. Like you have to celebrate those wins because like you're in survival mode. Yeah. To make those things happen. Think about like the money that's on the line for events like that yeah. is unimaginable.
1: And you do. You really like live and breathe the work. It's like your heart and soul goes into it so um you're not you're not gloating you're really just truly celebrating mm-hmm. that you got through it and that it was a success and that people enjoyed themselves it's like human nature <laughs> and then
0: where was your impetus for leaving were you just like i need to do a different yeah i can't
1: remember yeah yeah i so it's funny cuz it was like very weirdly timed with the pandemic Mm. unfolding but not intentionally mm-hmm. just towards the end of I think it was 29 I'm terrible with dates yeah and directions since but, COVID uh, everything's a blur everything's a blur when was co- 2020 was 2020 COVID. um so t- yeah end of 2019 I decided to have this kind of like you know what it's like that intuitive feeling of being yeah. like I need to move on I need to like be surrounded by something else now and I didn't really know what that was I um signed up for an interior design course um, at UCLA just because I was like, this sounds cool. So cool. I like tried to teach myself how to play guitar and failed because I, no! don't, I don't like cutting my nails. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> you know, and so I just had, was having this like not called life crisis, but just like a I wanted to figure things out. And so I started interviewing, you know, at a, at a few places. Most were B Corps mission based, you know, mm-hmm. businesses because that's what I wanted to kind of enter into and ended up Finding Thrive Market, um, which absolutely loved that experience. But Mm -hmm. long story short, they sent me um, a letter of offer like the week before the pandemic hit. So I was like leaving Revolve from home, like working from home, leaving Revolve, which was so sad because I didn't get to see people. Mm -hmm. Like it was just like the end of all of this work. And this chapter of my life that never, like, fully closed because we couldn't even just, like, cheers Celebrate to it. Celebrate
0: or have that moment.
1: Yeah. So that's that was why and that was when. But, um, yeah, it just... And then the whole world exploded, so...
0: But meanwhile, you were working at Thrive. Yeah, so I worked at Thrive. And then when... At what point were you like, I'm going to sell pots? <laughs> this was so funny. Rara and I were at when we were at the new opening. Yeah. she She's, like, sipped her 818. She goes... <laughs> Remember when Kendall was like, I'm going to sell pots on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're I like know. in this warehouse full of fucking pots. Like, yeah, she's selling fucking pots. <laughs> I know. Kendall, I pot. still
1: think that. <laughs> we all, but Laura, it Ben and I so fast. talk about it endlessly. We're like, what is happening? Nothing like, has
0: happened faster than the explosion of all of it.
1: <laughs> There's nothing in the history of anything. That's so not true. Has <laughs>
0: happened this fucking fast.
1: I mean, I'll, I'll, I appreciate that enthusiasm. Um,
0: uh, one year ago, this was an Instagram thing yeah, out of it kinda your It kind of
1: was. Yeah, no, June 2021, here I am again trying to think about a timeline of my life. June 2021 is when we first dropped on Instagram. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Hold on, so how
0: did you even, so you like started sourcing. By the way, yeah. you've always had an incredible taste. Thank you.
1: You and I used
0: to remember when I bought that like ugly pot. It's I still need to get rid of it. But you and I from were me? like, no, 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 God oh. no, no, from some dumb store like you and I were like always sending <clears throat> interior stuff back and forth. Yeah, And I, and I was like, I just need pots. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. The, I got some like ugly thing from like some random store on Liber- the That's definitely mm-hmm. not vintage. Like it's yeah. new and looked, yeah. you know, it's like whatever. And, and it's so funny. And then you were like, well, I'm getting some. hmm. And you like sent me a photo of your cute place in Venice just like with all these pots. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. So it was we, It was like um, you, like you were saying, we, Ben, Laura, and I. Ben ha- is your boyfriend. Well, Laura. he was. He's now my husband. <laughs> but yeah, Ben, my boyfriend. Ben's
0: your boyfriend at the time.
1: <laughs> Laura, and Laura, my ex-roommate friend, but now business partner. It's funny. She always gets called everything other than friend, even though that is predominantly what she is. (laughs) She was my roommate. Now she's my business partner. I'm like, my friend, Laura. Uh, We all, you know, I obviously live with Laura. Ben had just sold his business. Not yet. Oh, he he hadn't yet. He was Keto Farms. He owned Keto Farms. He was was working at Super Coffee at the time. Um, And Laura was in estate management. We all just kind of, yeah, loved this type of decor right so it's one of a kind it's a little antique it's a little vintage it's just rough around the edges in general Mm -hmm. um and struggled to find a resource that you know we what's out there is either in antique stores with like a lot of random things Mm -hmm. or you know maybe just really cheap replicas but nothing that's kind of like in the middle so we wanted to you know create something that was fairly priced that had like a really you know unique look and feel um, that that really like lived and breathed a lifestyle. It wasn't just it wasn't just like a store. It was a brand. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we started actually looking into what you just said is really important. Okay,
0: because I think most (laughs) places are stores. Yeah, no. And I'm thinking about, you know, I'm going to cut to like I I don't really want to talk about it because I don't want to give it any airspace. But when people are like I'm going to are cunty to you about mm. that, maybe on Instagram. I think what they don't realize is what your extreme talent is, mm. is building a brand right? and all the other things that go along with that. And unfortunately we are in a place where there mm-hmm. are a lot of brands and there's a lot of noise and you are extremely talented at making sure that what you're working on is at the forefront of all of that. Yeah. So I just want to, I want to, acknowledge the extreme talent here because approaching it as a brand and not mm-hmm. just a store is really what made the difference.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that. I think like Ben and I were talking about this this morning, you know, all three of us bring a really unique skill set to what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And we all aligned really early on that this was going to be a brand first and foremost, mm-hmm. not a store, not a retailer, you know, necessarily were lots of things. Mm -hmm. We import, we retail, we also provide an incredible experience, like a really awe-inspiring experience, Um, you know, beautiful product, fair pricing. There's lots of things that we're trying to achieve. So that was important. And I do think you're right, people don't understand what that is, you know. The more traditional, um, you know, retailers are annoyed potentially because it's like we're so loud and we're constantly, you know, promoting certain things in a certain way. And they're not used to that, maybe. So I, I get that and I empathize with it. But it's just, we're just trying to do some, something in a different way, mm-hmm. you know? You asked me something else. You asked me something prior to that. Well, you
0: guys kind of like coming together and deciding yeah. this is something you wanted to do. So you found, you know, importer. Yeah, we found, well, we found exporters. Sorry.
1: We were you the importer. exporter. We so found some exporters. Import. Exactly. We identified our sources really early on um and we you know started by we had, we really had to buy the bullet and import a container from turkey that was just like something that you couldn't not do yeah and that's like a big investment scary I'm sure it's really like, freaking scary we, do with we sat down and we looked at each other and we were like okay if we lose this money mm-hmm. if this person ends up not being legit mm, oh that
0: was probably a big fucking fear because you're paying really someone you've scary never met, before.
1: never met them we're in the pandemic we're sending the wire over oh if, my God. The, if we lose this chunk of money what will happen and we went through the scenarios And we were like okay we we're to. we're okay with the, all of these scenarios That's really smart so let's do it and we just did it um and we also had you know pieces that we had collected or that we were buying like like any other retailer would yeah. you know um, and reselling those to kind of like test and iterate and figure out what customers enjoyed. And then once we'd tested and iterated enough, we pulled the trigger on, you know, the rest of our international
0: sources or exporters. Were well, the and way, started customers, to, you were selling on Instagram.
1: Yeah, we were selling on Instagram. So it was it was crazy. We'd post on a Monday night and Laura at the time would be like, I don't know what a sketch. She had something that she was always doing at 6 p.m. on a Monday. And I was like, yeah, but we have to do 6 p.m. on a Monday. That's when the mums are like wrapping up their day and, you know, pouring their glass of wine and they want to like jump on. Because it was whoever responded first, whoever DM'd first to the story. Exactly. Got the pot. Got the pot. And whoever DM'd first and then Ven mode um and so we would post the, you know whatever it was 20 items on a monday night and we'd sit there in the dm frantically like tag teaming responding to people and everyone it, it would sell out every time you know and at the time i think we had like 200 followers or something um and so that was really exciting and then we were like let's do it again so we'd do it every monday and we'd create, you know, a new, beautiful, like, look and feel each time. The content was always different. We'd style it on a Sunday. Yeah, the
0: styling was just so beautiful. Thank it was you. like a linen sheet <laughs> yes. and the
1: lighting. It was just like a linen just sheet in the backyard. had to have that fucking pot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was just beautiful. And then we, it was so dumb. We, we would have people come and collect the items from our houses on a Sunday. And we alternated between Laura's house and my house as to when the pickups would occur so that we could each try and have, like, you know, a break every other mm-hmm. week. And they'd come and they'd see other stuff in the backyard and be like, oh, can I buy that? We'd be like, no, you can't buy that. It's mm. saved for the next drop. Like, oh, my God. It's, it was crazy.
0: Parallel is one of the constants in my health journey. They have targeted doctor-made daily vitamin routines conveniently bundled into packets for different stages of your reproductive life. So that's every stage, truly. So there's a general... Woman's multivitamin pack. There's a product for anyone trying to conceive, which is what I'm currently on. They have packs for each trimester of pregnancy. And they have an amazing mom multi-pack for postpartum in the early years of motherhood, which is what I took the second Carmella was born. Each pack bundles multivitamins formulated for a woman's specific needs, targeted supplements for that stage and an omega containing DHA and EPA. For example, their general women's multi, the women's daily trio is a pack of three vitamins, multivitamin and omega and a beauty blend for your hair, skin and nails. The conception support pack, which I'm taking has two prenatal vitamins and omega, a CoQ10 capsule that can help support ovulation and egg health and a folate capsule that supports early stage pregnancy. And when I tell you before this came out, I was buying all all of those things separately it was expensive it was clunky it was confusing what i love about parallel is that they also have an amazing boutique of add-on products you can further customize your routine for your exact stage like i also take religiously their pcos support product i do not go a day without it it has Alleviated so many of my PCOS symptoms. It's unbelievable. And exclusively for Everything is the Best Listeners, Parallel is offering 15% off your first three months with code BEST15. So head to parallel.co. That is P E R E L E L dot CO. And if you don't love it, you can cancel anytime with a 30 day money back guarantee.
1: Okay, picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
0: I'm Nicole Walters, mom of three, your internet bestie, and founder of Inherit Learning Company. If you're looking for the motivation you need to pursue a life of purpose, then join me each week on the Nicole Walters podcast as I share my hard-learned lessons and answer your DMs about life, business, and everything in between. We'll laugh, we'll cry, and we'll grant ourselves grace as we do life together. Check out the Nicole Walters podcast every Tuesday Here on Dear Media, you can listen anywhere you listen to podcasts. Where did the first container get unloaded to? Like, where did it arrive?
1: Yeah, the first container arrived to a warehouse that we were renting at the time. And we just unloaded it and it just sat there. It was, we were like, okay. When did you start selling from... from
0: so you got the warehouse first. Yeah. I remember us talking about this, baby, yeah. and you being like, a container's coming and we have a wa-. And I remember like, whoa, you got a warehouse?
1: I know. We had to just do all these things we'd never done and just figure but it the, out. But
0: you were able, were you making enough money from the pots that you, so you were just right away were like, yeah, okay, we now had, we make enough money, we can do this next Yeah, I mean, thing. the whole
1: thing's bootstrapped. We We also just, yeah, we invested our own money mm-hmm. and made sure that we had enough to do X, Y, and Z and then let the rest, like the rest, you know, profits drive the rest of it.
0: And you guys were all working on your own things at the time. Yeah. And doing side this hustling. on the side. Yeah.
1: I mean, the side hustle really ended, like, August of last year. It was so crazy.
0: When did you get the, not this new warehouse, but the big one? Oh, my gosh,
1: the 5,000 square foot. Oh, pride and joy. We signed the deal in... December of 2021 and moved in January 2022 and opened doors. And you all, you grew out of that in a fucking year. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually we we obtained a we obtained another 5000 square feet in uh this is such a timeline situation in about June or July of 2022. It was across the hallway. So we would then receive the inventory into that one. Get it all, you know, processed and ready. Then move it over into the atelier, the showroom, um, for a drop day, so that we had, you know, space to do things. Because otherwise, we were receiving containers into the same space. We were styling, and yeah, it was crazy. just not. We couldn't do it. And for context
0: here, how this works is: there, you went from DM me, whoever mm-hmm. DMs and Venmos first gets the pot. Mm-hmm. To you have we? How many drops a
1: month do you have? We have two. So we every other Saturday at the moment. Okay. Um. Yeah, we went from you know Instagram DM situation where we only had like you know twenty pieces per drop to an in person drop experience and with these drops thousands
0: of units. Are crazy because there's also what like a thousand people?
1: <laughs> You're exaggerating. But is there not? A, well, there's there's about three hundred to four hundred people depending on the drop. I mean, it's fucking crazy. It's pretty crazy. Also, for context, it's like throwing an event it's every two
0: weeks. A giant warehouse and. It's just the three of you styling this, right?
1: Yeah, initially it was just the three of us. We realized, you know, half a year in that we just could not keep. Well, I don't know how you physically. Physically, exactly. I broke down to Ben one day because we were moving a table, the two of us, and I was like, I can't lift this. And he was like, lift it. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to lift it. And I was like, I can't. And Laura was watching us just being like, I mean, the sheer talent
0: of (laughs) you guys putting together a space that is so like what you did with the first space, Mm -hmm. making that shitty fucking every warehouse is a shithole blank (laughs) canvas, you know? Yeah. And the way you hung Mm. the curtains Mm. and the way you made the shelves look and the way that you style everything is so Outer worldly, beautiful, and aspirational. Thank you. And the branding is like so perfect too. The whole thing is a full fucking brand. Thank you. And you really walk into this room that is so. And getting the tree. I mean, I jesus Christ, the olive tree in the middle of the whole thing. I remember I like seeing that for the first time. And was like, what's going, going on? So fucking beautiful.
1: We really wanted to do something different, and you know. Um, Obviously, inspiration comes from many places. But for the most part, we I wasn't on Pinterest being like, I'm going to do that or I'm going to mm-hmm. do this. And Laura and I weren't sitting around being like, we should copy what that person did. We literally were just like, what would be, you know, entirely unique and special and well, really wow like your people. house. <laughs> Thank you. I mean,
0: it doesn't. My house is like, but your house is still that airy, breezy, linen-y, right. yeah. beautiful wood, really clean lines with these like antique things. It's like homey. I mean, yeah. you it's didn't all live museum
1: at this point. <laughs> you weren't
0: looking at Pinterest because it's authentic
1: to you. Yeah, we were doing what we loved and um, trying to again do something different. Laura was pregnant and gave birth during this. Whole I thing know. Then Laura got pregnant. Well, she's you know with her with her partner with her husband and. We were like, okay, we're having a baby. <laughs> and then Ben and I got engaged. We're like, okay, we're getting married. So, like in a year, we did all these life things as well, which just, I can't even, I haven't so had a minute to even like reflect on any of those things. Yeah, it always happens like that. Right? right? You have a baby too. I know, Carmella. She talks now. Mm-hmm. I can't with that. I know, a teenager. <laughs> I know. She has tantrums now, too much <sighs> fun and new. Just like mom. So,
0: um, the, yeah, God, you have been on the receiving end of so many meltdowns for me with work stuff. Yeah, it's fun. Well, it's, it's, it's what friends are for. But even from like a work perspective, it was just yeah, like, okay, this needs to be fixed in yeah. hotel rooms where I'm taking yeah. shots of tequila and shots of espresso to try to work out. Literally locked in the yeah. hotel room while I'm
1: driving around in the cab in New York City trying to like talk you off a ledge. No, oh, thank you for that. We got there. Um, we did. <laughs> and so,
0: how are you navigating mm. these fucking drops? Yeah, because it's very early. Yeah, but it's sort of like nine.
1: Yeah, ten nine, depending on the time of the year. What time do people wake up?
0: <laughs> I mean, what time do people line up? I'm
1: like, I don't know when they wake up. Sorry, line up. <laughs> um. So yeah, people line up for the drop, up to you know. Three hours before we open. So we we dropped at 10 a.m., for example, two weeks ago. And I think the first person in line was about 6.30 a.m. Um, Are you there already or you're like... Someone's there. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, there's like a security I, I mean, ground. we used to be there. Yeah. Um, now we have a very um, incredible warehouse lead who opens up early. Um, but yeah, about three to four hours before the drop. Um, depending on the drop too, if people really want that one thing, they're all gonna come really early. If, yeah, if they're like, you know, oh, I could come a little later and still get that one Turkish vase or that Elm bench, then like, you know, I'll show up at noon type situation. So it's just each to their own. We never, you know, told people to line up early. It's yeah, just of course. through love of whatever it is that is available. Um, but yeah, doors open at 10 promptly everyone kind of you know enters it's weirdly very calm I mean there's lots of people yeah but it's not frantic it's not chaotic no I think people think it's like you know like kill or be killed and it's it's (laughs) not it's like everyone walks in they don't sprint um the time lapse maybe makes it look like they do um and we let in you know up to a certain amount of people and then we we max capacity because what's really important we learned this along the way it's not like we always had this like down to a science but they ended up just being too many people in the space yeah. and people couldn't shop with intention they couldn't make decisions people were panic putting hold tags on things so we now limit capacity it's a one-in-one-out when that happens mm-hmm. um, and that way people can actually enjoy the experience um, and not feel rushed or stressed so and we now have like really specific roles and responsibilities for the staff. There's like 30 staff. That well, that's work what I was going to say. My
0: next question is like, at what point did you realize, okay, so you, now you've all given up your jobs and yeah. you're like, okay, it's so the three of us. We're fucking doing this thing. We have yeah. a warehouse. We're getting containers. Yeah. At what point do you like, what was your first hire? And were you guys like, holy, I mean, yeah. I literally like, isn't it great? Like, I just like, I, when I see what you're doing, I'm like, damn, like, did you have to like hire you hired a person, but, like, the legality of that is mm. also crazy. Like, mm. you having to, like, get a financial person to, like, issue payment to someone all the time. I mean, like. That's Ben.
1: These, oh, <laughs> Ben does it? Ben does all the businessy, financy things. Amazing. So we don't know. We don't understand those things. So Ben does that. What was the first hire you made? What was the position? Weirdly, we needed like three specific roles around the same time I'm unclear on who was hired first I think it was our warehouse assistant Mm -hmm. Um, because yeah it got to a point where like we had a whole warehouse that needed to be managed and like run safely and smoothly Mm -hmm. Um, very soon after or around the same time a showroom assistant was hired because on the other end we needed someone who could be you know helping kind of coordinate any designer projects and appointments that happen, you know, in that world, but then also just like continually merchandising and making sure the space looked um, beautiful. So those two hires happened quickly. And then we also brought on a brand intern um, who reports directly to me. And I just needed help with the scope of work we were doing Mm -hmm. on the marketing side and with social media, content creation, you know, um, brand partners, influencer partners, all of that stuff. So. All three I think came on board at around the like June, July time frame of last year, really before we were even full time, and then we expanded the drop retail team pretty much soon after because we we were having friends help us. We had yeah, friends crazy. helping at the drops because we were like, you know, dropping every 2 weeks and not, didn't really have time to figure out what that looked like. And all of a sudden we were like, okay, we need actual like a drop yeah. staff team. And they all need roles and responsibilities. So we just built out the roles and responsibilities that we felt were needed. And and now they do those things. How many um,
0: employees do you have now?
1: 30 part-time and then three time
0: Unfucking believable Yeah. What does your vendor think about all of this?
1: <laughs> well, they're... Do they want to come here and Yeah, see? some of them have. So um, our Indonesian partner has come and seen it <coughs> and was like blown away, which was so... So oh, nice. Sweet. I mean, it's just so beneficial for mm-hmm. everybody. I mean, what's funny is that a lot of these vendors are now getting a lot of interest from other retailers or mm. people wanting to start very similar businesses. And they're always coming to us being like, who is this? What is this? That's Whatever. nice that they're doing that because a lot of yeah. people are copying your exact fucking
0: <laughs> scenario. Like, and it's yeah. absolutely There's the a craziest lot of, thing I've ever seen.
1: A lot of... um Heavy inspiration. Well, it's the for same sure. exact
0: thing. I mean, it's a yeah. li- it's it's it, if you put the photos side by side, there are times where it would be all, yours are always yes, extremely gorgeous and better. But it, you could pass them off for you. It's unbelievable. No comment. It's no, it's just fucking shameless. That's amazing <laughs> that your vendor is sending these people. Have there been a couple anyone that you know?
1: Not that I know personally, um, but people I know of. Or yeah. people that have been customers of ours, um, which is interesting. Which And listen, like, we're power to happens. you. If you want to sell pots, sell pots. No, we don't have any yeah. issue with that. What I think is, gets a bit murky and is sometimes disappointing is seeing the branding. The branding yeah. Or the really unique retail experience being mimicked. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that happens to the best of us, you know. I feel know? that way
0: with clothes. Like, exactly. there are times where I'm like, everyone gets all up in arms and I'm like, guys, everyone's selling shit that's fucking similar there's too many brands but if your brand identity and the way that you're doing it because there's enough customers for everyone yeah but if you're going that deep in like the brand situation i think that's where it gets
1: we're also not the first people to sell vintage stuff or antique stuff or turkish pots or any of that when Mm -hmm. we know that we take full responsibility for not being the first at doing that i think it's what we're really excited about is doing it the way we do it, you know, with the drop model, with this beautiful kind of lifestyle brand attached to it, with, you know, really special content, um, with our, you know, network of influencers and brand partners and designer partners. Um, that feels new and special for us. So
0: tell us about how it felt to have oh. Kim Kardashian post and tag Olive Atelier last week.
1: Literally screamed, screamed. It's crazy. I mean what do you remember
0: you from revolve
1: i don't know her personally i know kendall a little better Mm -hmm. i mean just because we both are kendall and i've (laughs) walked her down the red carpet a few times Mm -hmm. um but so kendall came in first actually she was the first jenna kardashian to to visit us and and purchase with us but kim came about late last year wanting some specific items and we helped her get that done um and she suggested that she would do an Instagram story and we were like, you know, wow, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, we're happy and, and down for that. And then, you know, you just never know. Mm-hmm. Word on the street, though, was that she's incredibly professional. And, you know, in my experience, she has been incredibly pro- professional and always kind of pulled through and she did. And what we were unsure about was like the quality of the post. Would it just be like, you know, some weird, yeah, blurry is the tag going to work, you know, <laughs> but she literally it wrote a like, photo. my favorite new home decor, you know, store or something like that. And we were just like, that's just, you know, how could you ask Did people freak more? out? Freaked out. Mm-hmm. It's funny because we put up, you know, we picked a trending sound and put it on TikTok, which, you know, you do. And um, 95% of the people are like, congratulations, that's so exciting. And there's 5% that are like, that's not exciting. You guys suck. Why would you work with Kim Kardashian? Like it's just People are such losers. It's just never ending. It just is
0: like, do you care about like money? You know what I mean? It's like do you yeah. want just people I don't get what people, it's like literally everyone's trying to be successful. We're in the awesome like it's tough times. Like Just be excited for just someone. Just be excited. Because yeah. like it's a big win. Support you know one mean? another. It. Like, cool. Where's your company that's going viral? <laughs> you know, <laughs> what I mean? It's just mean. It's just bad energy. Everyone should just be excited for other people.
1: I know. It TikTok's a scary place.
0: TikTok is Oof, I mean, it's my happy place. Yeah, for sure. But I see comments. There are scary on there.
1: areas of TikTok.
0: <laughs> yeah, I. you know, I you know what I've noticed every time I digress, but like I'll see like a viral like a video will go super viral mm-hmm. and then and it'll be something innocent. And then 90 percent of the time, if I click on that profile, the follow up video will be like. Wow, I can't believe how many of you looked at that video. Like, I wasn't expecting that to happen. So for all of you saying that I'm a bad mom, um, I just want to say, like, I mean, it's literally, it's people will go at, like, it happened to a friend of mine. The dog was licking food off the baby, and people were like, oh your baby gosh. should be taken away from you. What? But it was like a full, you know, got like millions of views because it was so cute. Yeah. But you just have to, like, we all just need to have some sort of mental yeah. armor. Grain, grain of salt. Mm-hmm. It's too much otherwise. So what is, ne- I mean you're obviously i'm just so curious and i'm sure you have a million ideas already mm-hmm. and this all mapped out you know what is you've been growing so incredibly fast um you moved into the most beautiful new warehouse you made a beautiful little nursery in there for what's his name oliver
1: oh yeah ollie. oliver ollie ollie
0: <laughs> I mean it's the cutest thing ever. he's like, the
1: cute he's my best bud every we, day i'm like where's ollie <laughs>
0: I mean, it's adorable. Like in their office is a nursery for the baby, which is just heaven on earth and so beautiful and speaks to just you being a good friend and a good businesswoman. Love that. Um, What's like then what's fucking next? How do you expand this and how do you want to expand it? I mean,
1: uh, I was actually talking to Ben about this this morning. Um, all we talk about is Olive at this point all of all the dogs but <laughs> we were talking i was in the shower or something he was brushing his teeth about how i'm going to botch this phrase too but basically like we are currently the best we've ever been but the worst we will ever be mm. amazing right and it's so true because every time we achieve something we're like this is so cool how could we go any further than this uh and then in two weeks time or six months time we're like oh my god i can't believe we thought that was cool i can't believe we thought that that was styled well like that's the best part for me i don't know i don't necessarily know you're right like what the roadmap is from here on but i i'm very excited by the fact that it's going to be fucking fun you know and we're, we're in it together and we're learning together and We're really doing our best to bring the community in for the ride, too. Like, what do you guys want out of us? How can we serve you better? What are people's biggest requests? I mean, today I posted a a poll questionnaire around, like, early access and whether people would be interested in, you know, coming in for ahead of the drop um, if they were to put down a deposit, which would go towards their final order total. Would they want that? and people of course do um some people actually just said no i just want to shop the drop would that, you ever have it be like a store that's open look potentially i don't really i don't really like that idea cuz it just I don't feels I like that either. so same same but i'm sure at some point eventually that's something that we'll have to consider but yes appointment based early access is something that people are asking for shipping is something that people are asking for um We have just launched- did you just
0: announce that you're doing shipping? Yeah,
1: we just launched a national freight program. So you still have to come in person for um, the drop and purchase in person, just because everything's one of a kind. And we just, we don't like the idea of sending something to someone and then them being like, well, what am I supposed to do now? I don't, it's not what I expected. Mm -hmm. So that's an option. Um, And then of course people want e-com. They want like an online experience. They want Mm -hmm. to be able to shop online. So we, all of those things we are thinking about working on. Um, We're also just like super focused on bettering our assortment and, you know, looking into ways to create really beautiful exclusive pieces that Mm -hmm. are maybe made new, but have that old look and feel Mm -hmm. um, to kind of like mix in with the actual vintage or the actual antique. Um, And then I'm obviously hyper-focused on like figuring out ways to expand the brand mm-hmm. and what we do so whether that's you know you know stepping into flipping homes or whatever it is you know like well, that to me is really exciting there um, should also be a cool like branded collab moment i'm sure for sure yeah that's i still always have on my mind
0: my idea of the one that i want to do with you
1: all right well let's go take Baron, this offline baroncini i do i feel really bad i haven't asked you about yourself during this podcast and i know literally that's not, not the point me. of the podcast but you're my friend so I want to ask how you are i was
0: we were talking nick and i were talking about um like i shouldn't give it any fucking time but like the mean reviews on my podcast oh, and someone was like oh. she always makes it about herself it's your podcast so now i know which i'm like it's literally like i just like <laughs> To have a conversation, it helps as, like, an interviewer. But um, so now I'm very, like, I'm like, I'm going to keep my fucking mouth shut and everything. No. About <laughs> I want to know how you are. How's Daviday? He's good. I mean, he's going through the same mm. thing. It's just, like, how do you expand? And, like, what's next? Mm. And it's fucking really stressful. Mm-hmm. We've been, like, really in a crazy. I said this to him the other day, too. I said, because he was, like, he's re- his, the stress is hitting him physically a lot. Mm. We had a like a doctor's appointment Monday. Actually, I'll tell you something really cute that everyone will know. He was ahead, it's Dr. Lekos, and it's basically like the first appointment is a two hour like therapy session. Okay, it's the doctor's like, You need to be in a mental play, a good mental place before I can do anything to you physically. Mm-hmm. So, you know, where's your stress and how do, how can we help it? And what's your so what happens when you wake up in the morning? Blah blah, blah blah blah. So, he was telling him about this app he could download. I can't remember the name, but I will find it. Um, and you listen to these sounds, and some of the sounds you can't even hear, and it creates like beautiful theta waves in your brain, and it helps mm. you. It, he's like, it'll. He's like, it helps with mood exponentially. He's like, I I'm seeing this. people. Yeah, everybody needs it. And and I was rushing out of the house yesterday when I heard this, so I didn't ask. Um, but he he goes, um, doctor, and the doctor is telling him to download the app, and then he needs to do it 20 minutes a day. And he goes, doctor, um, I have come to respect you in the last two hours. So I I want to be honest with you. I am never going to meditate for 20 minutes a day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's so honest and so sweet. He's straight up like, no, Dr. I will not. (laughs) Because like,
0: you know, he's so Italian. I always just say this, he's so Italian, but it really is. It's so true. And I was like, uh, but he was telling it with the amount of work. and, And this was our conversation is that. We have the exact same thing, and I, that's why I like the way that you and Ben put it. And I, I'm mm-hmm. going to just write this probably on our mirror so we see it every Do day. It, yeah. That, like, like this is really what did you say? Like,
1: well, it's the best we've ever been. It's the best been. we've been, and the
0: worst that will ever be. Exactly. And I keep saying to David, like, unfortunately, like, we are still really just at the beginning. Yes. And, like, you're going to have multiple stores one day, mm-hmm. and the problems are not going to go away. They're just going to be different. Exactly. So, how are we going to manage? this stress level now, because I mean, we wake up every day with so much gratitude. And he's like, I'm so happy. Like, I love you. I love our mm, baby. Yeah. We're so lucky. We work so hard. We have a house like we're the most privileged people in the world. Mm-hmm. But also oh, you want to have acknowledge that without, you know, undermining the actual stress that you're going through For with sure. like, having these like crazy jobs that everybody has. So
1: it's it's crazy. I've never felt it more than I feel it At this point in my life, it's like you start and you cannot stop. Mm -hmm. And also everything's on display, too. If we mess up, it's not just me seeing it. It's everyone seeing it, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And I'm such a perfectionist in that sense. I'm like, I'm not showing you till it's perfect, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's not an option anymore. You just have to, like, be open to constantly evolving and messing up along the way here and there and, like, always coming out better from it. So,
0: yeah. What I mean, if there's any advice that you would give to anyone who you know, wants to start a business or one that Mm. they think maybe is about is currently taking off? Like, I mean, with all the growth and everything that's happened, is there really anything that you would say would be your best advice?
1: I mean, Ben's advice is always around just like getting started, you know, not getting stuck in the bullshit, but Mm. like getting, you know, actually getting started. Um, So, you know, spend the money and get it done, you know. Mine is more around like um Which by the way is great advice. Like I've been sitting on Baron's yeah. for four years and
0: haven't done fucking anything. So to right. see how quickly you guys are doing things is very inspiring. I mean he
1: learned that from selling keto farms. He was like, you know, I wish I had spent more money early on to get us what we needed, you know, yeah. or to you know, expand quicker or do it do whatever it is that you need to do. Um so that comes with from with experience. Um for me it's more about just like following your intuition and mm-hmm. that's that's probably gonna sound really like no it's good there's no lame cheesy thing it's not true true to me anytime i do anything i really have to follow my gut on it like it's down to as simple as like posting a piece of content if i'm like this isn't it it doesn't feel organic it doesn't feel right i won't post it if i'm having a tough conversation with a vendor or a source or a dealer or a customer or whoever it is i'm just like be a human Mm -hmm. you know communicate clearly Mm -hmm. you know be be kind you know, all of those things, I think it's just about, like, staying true to yourself in your business mm-hmm. and for your brand and for yourself. Um, the minute that you kind of lose yourself in it all, it's a shit show. So.
0: Thank you. I love you. I love you. <laughs>
1: Thank you for coming. Mm-hmm. Where can people find you guys? Uh, we just moved to the iconic arts district of Los Angeles. So beautiful. Uh, 1210 Mateo Street. And our next drop is actually this Saturday, um, which this Saturday means January 28th. Um, but we're open every every other Saturday, essentially. So you can always follow our Instagram and, and check the drop dates and come visit us. Great, thank you. Thanks, PP.
0: And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes this week's episode of Everything is the Best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini, and I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao.